0: Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Channel Zero, Season 1, Episode 6. It is the season finale of Candle Cove, the end of this first story. Um, Full spoilers for the episode, of course, as always. It's funny actually, I feel like this is probably the most straightforward episode, which is kind of a weird thing to say, given
1: how cerebral it is the entire way through.
0: Yes, it's very surreal and cerebral. But at the same time, I do think it's the one that's the
1: most clear make, of what's going it on. It makes sense, yeah. because all the cards are on the table.
0: Yeah, yeah. Every, everything's been building up to it, so it all sort of falls into place. Uh, I think there was some some of the best imageries probably in this episode. Um, oh, absolutely. I think when Mike is into, I guess we'll call it Candle Cove. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the other world that... Eddie has created with his power, where he exists. A, a, a lot of the stuff in there just looks fantastic and creepy. The uh, the, the skeleton dude burning him, like, set himself on fire. And, oh, like,
1: even even before he sets himself on fire, you know he's just kind of pacing mm. at the end of the corridor. My god, that is like... It's somehow terrifying. But it looks amazing.
0: Yeah, there was so, so, so much of this. Um, now... I did think there was a couple of elements of this that were actually fairly predictable. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a complaint, it's just, you know, as soon as Mike said there might be something I asked you to do later, I immediately knew what it was. Yeah. Um, And I, I think, you know, it's certainly once you realise that Eddie wants to come back out into the real world and make his body and use his body, you kind of get, okay, right, well, Mike has to die. He's going to have it's- to sacrifice himself to save people
1: it's almost a compliment that it's predictable though because it means it has built it's done exactly what it's supposed to do in its storytelling it's given us everything that we need to know to understand these final moments
0: yeah yeah uh in fact i think the that that final it's not actually the final moment because it's it it goes back
1: it's the one that i I could have sworn was the final shot until it carried on playing
0: yeah i agree i actually if i have a complaint about the finale it's that I don't understand why it did the last like 10 minutes out of
1: order. Like, it's literally just there's like three or four minutes at the end where could have probably just cut them out, left it a little bit ambiguous. You get the idea. Well, st-
0: you, you could have cut them out, I suppose. I, I didn't feel like I needed to go back in time and see what Marla actually did, but at the same time, I get why it's there, and it's a quite an emotional moment and scene, so I actually appreciate seeing it. But I don't understand why it was put after the, the jump ahead because I feel like that moment where we see sort of the the spirit, if you will, of Mike because presumably he's now in Candle Cove as well so the idea that Eddie's still trying to call out to kids but Mike's there to protect them, Mike's there to stop them from doing whatever he's doing so we, very simple and symbolic it comes on the TV, Lily's watching and we see him turn it off and it's just this wonderful little moment of him protecting her and presumably he's protecting all of the kids now and it's like you know, it's yin and yang. It's the good brother and the evil brother, and he's protect. You know, it's balanced to the force, if you will. You know, and it's this wonderful moment, and I, I could have sworn
1: it was going to fade to black. Because it did this gorgeous slow kind of pan one way and then back, yeah. and it was, it was a gorgeous shot, and then it cuts to something else. I was like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, uh, that was really weird. Like that really should have been the final scene. That should have been the final moment.
1: The only reason it was out of order is so that while we were watching mike turn off the tv we could think like there's still a question of whether or not he's alive or not you know as a viewer
0: yeah, that's true the, the one thing it gives is that we don't actually know if like if it's you know eddie that comes out and makes body and if he's still around like if he's actually there now the way he turned off the tv told me everything like i got it all from that shot but i get that there was like more of a concrete answer you might have needed you know to say no 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 he didn't get out uh, things are fine.
1: I agree, which is kind of why I don't really feel like I needed these last couple of minutes at the the stuff after that scene, like because I got you get everything you needed, and it was such a perfect ending shot. Yeah,
0: I don't have a problem with it being there. I just have a problem with it going after that.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: You know, like like I am fine. I I think the scene of her killing him was actually really emotional, and you know Eddie turning around and being angry and then seeing his brother now be a kid. That they're both in, like I think that all worked really well. I just think it's weird that it's before. Like I still think the emotional impact of him turning off the TV would have still hit yeah, quite it well. Yeah, probably would have. Yeah, so that would be my one complaint. I thought it's a huge deal, but it is kind of weird. I don't know why they did yeah, that. Yeah, it's
1: it's easily my biggest complaint, maybe about the entire series, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's because I, I it know. was
1: it was properly jarring when it cut to something else instead of to black.
0: Yeah, very. Very weird, but uh, no. Uh, I, I think in terms of an emotional climax, the entire thing worked really well. The, the idea that because he, he even like makes entire character from the start of the show. He's, sure, he's he's messed up because he's having these memories and these visions, and Eddie's calling to him, and it's really messing with his head. But even his job was a child therapist. Like his entire thing, his entire life is to be trying to help kids. Ever since what happened with his brother happened, that's been his entire life's mission. And the idea that he is now actively the the force against him in this other world.
1: Yeah, and I love how you know when he's talking to his brother in that world, and he's not talking to him like his brother; he is talking to him like a, a therapist to a child. Hmm. Like it, it is all just so well done in that sense.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I really, I really like the scene where Marla gets stabbed, which I know sounds like really that sounds like a really weird sentence out of context, but. There's some, there something about two middle-aged women, and one of them, like, try to brutally muddle the other one, which I've is such a... Like, usually in a movie... Well, a bit of a t-
1: fancy for you, is it, Pete?
0: <laughs> no, no. Usually in, like, a movie or a TV show, right, you typically have teenagers being killed, you'll have a man murdering a woman. That's quite normal mm-hmm. in, you know, yeah. stories. But to see two women who are, like, in their 50s, pushing 60, whatever... Like, to see one of them try to murder another one and have it be that violent and have, like, you know, Marla screaming out was really chilling. Like, it was actually... Yeah, it was. And I thought she was going to die, and she didn't, but it it was quite a and dark I, moment, and I actually I, really appreciate that.
1: I think it was important that it was, like, the hook again. Yeah. Just to, you know, keep it in line with everything else. But, no,
0: like, her screaming out was really... It was affecting. Like, I was like, oh, man, this is... Like, I'm not used to seeing someone this age be murdered in this sort of, like, very yeah. open way. Like, normally, like, in a lot of shows, that even if there is a murder, it'll cut away at the last second. You get that they're being murdered, but you don't get this prolonged suffering of hearing them scream.
1: I think the fact that it was quite physically active as well. Like, yeah. it's, typically, it's, if there is, like, an older woman being killed, like, in you know, it does happen occasionally. It is usually quite quick because they don't fight back that much. There's not much of a struggle, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, this, this was whereas this was more of a man-away-mano t- type, yeah. type of fight <laughs> in a weird way. So, no, nah, um, I thought it was a really good conclusion to the show. Uh, I thought it wrapped up the story really uh, in a really cohesive way because, like we say, everything slotted into place to the point where some of it was kind of predictable. Um, I don't know if I was ever going to call that the Tooth Child was actually just straight-up Eddie.
1: No, I think we were expecting a little bit more, but at the same time, it makes sense.
0: It does, but I think I was just expecting it to be a bit more complex than that.
1: Yeah, same. Uh,
0: but no, like, he can come into our world, but he has to do it as this. He has to come in through, presumably, all the teeth of the children that he's, you know, taking yeah. teeth from over the years. So, you yeah. Uh, no, a uh, wonderfully creepy uh, touching ending. I feel like we're wrapping up really quickly on this. I don't know,
1: like... Because, like you said, it was quite a straightforward yeah. ending. For as much as the show played with the mystery and the the ideas of what was happening in the first, like, maybe three, four episodes, these last couple, it's been, no, we get what's going on now. Let's just tell the story and finish it off.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, we got in the last episode that the, the evil power, the evil thing that's going on came from Eddie. You know, all of this comes from him. Um I, I mean I guess the only real question I would have is maybe what was the plan with all the kids? You know, like all the kids followed Missy's uh, Booth. Mm. You know? And obviously we we see Gary actually like talk his kids back down and like which is, you know, is kind of touching in and of itself that he was able to sort of break the break the, the spell, the uh you know the Yeah. So, you know, Cool, but you know what was the plan with the kids? Was that just a case of uh, Eddie holding them hostage to force well, Mike was into play?
1: Partially that, and partially it was still his grudge, wasn't it? Because like, mm. a reason that all this started was the bullies.
0: Yeah, yeah, they beat him up and they break his finger.
1: Yeah. Right, and I think then he continues titan kids because he is still a kid. Why is he going to go after the adults? He's going to go after things that are his level. Like that's what he can handle.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes some sense. But no, um, satisfying. Oh, definitely, satisfying.
1: and I think he will watch very well as a cohesive whole, like six-episode show. Like if you watch the whole thing in one go, I think it should pay off pretty nicely.
0: Yeah. Um. Actually, Joe has seen. I really liked uh, early on is when uh, Lolly's mom and uh, makes ex-wife or current wife, but separated. Uh, shows up to the house and like wants to know where her daughter is, and he can't really say because she won't understand. And even Marla can't say because even though she's standing there and wants to defend him, it's like, well, How do you explain this? Like, yeah, what do you say? And it's when it's funny because we've not even seen that much of her, but when she screamed, Where is she? like when she loses her temper and like screams at him, like I actually thought that was a really affecting bit of acting there. I was like, Yeah, that's-
1: Good. yeah i feel like like you said we haven't seen much of but she was impactful like even uh after you know when lily's okay she comes mm-hmm. in she's with her and she's talked to marla and she's like oh maybe you should stay with us and you no know, she was had a lot of impact in in the short amount of time she had there on screen
0: yeah so no uh I don't know actually I, I think just to go back to that scene where we see him turn off the channel or turn off the tv uh, to show us that Mike is like protecting the kids. I I think it's just interesting how oddly uplifting the ending is. Like, I don't know if I was expecting such a hopeful ending.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah. It, it the message says, yeah, bad stuff happens, but you can fight against it.
0: Yeah, it's just. I think because so much of the imagery and the tone reminded me of something like Silent Hill. And if you've ever played those games, like, those are, like,
1: there's no nothing, hope. You're nothing doomed. good ever comes
0: out of it. If you're already in Silent Hill, you're already, you're, you're done, you're a goner.
1: Pretty
0: much. Except it. Whereas here, this actually did have quite an uplifting ending. So, um, no, admittedly, that was based on, I mean, my comparison is based on nothing but imagery. And just, like, when I first seen the first like, images of the Tooth Child and all that, it felt like a Silent Hill esque.
1: To be I fair, I feel like even this episode, we say it's straightforward, but the the cerebral nature of how it played out did still feel like like Silent Hill-esque.
0: Oh, yeah, when he's in the uh, Candle Cove sort of universe, and he's like, going yeah. through the doors, and he sees these, those kids with the blood on their faces and all that. and Yeah. Yeah, that, that was very
1: Silent Hill-esque. Also, Jawbones is terrifying. <laughs> what, is it, what is it he calls him? The Skin... Stealer. S- skin Stealer. I don't know what it is, but he is terrifying in that universe. Oh, yeah, it's because it's after he burns himself, isn't it? Yeah. So he,
0: he's walking around as this melted thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely horrifying.
0: Which, oh, which by the way, reminds me, my favourite transition of the episode is when he opens his
1: face. Oh, yeah, and it goes to the inside, like into the hallway.
0: <laughs> ah, and it's like, there's like a person, there's, there's almost going another face inside it getting out as it fades mm. to the, the hallway. But.
1: Oh, it's it's great stuff. Yeah, good.
0: So, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly recommend it. Uh, Channel Zero Candle Cove. Uh, if you're if you're into this type of horror story, I think. Um, admittedly, if you're watching a review, sort of reaction, recap of the finale, you've probably watched it all already. But uh, I liked it. I enjoyed it quite a lot. I'm looking forward to the uh, the next six episode season. Though.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, this was solid. I think it was very well made, especially for something on sci-fi. Yeah. And yeah. I think that is you know I think we've mentioned it most weeks, but I think it's worth shouting out about it still because. It is such a pleasant surprise to see so much effort into something.
0: Yeah. Also, the idea that Gary, like, realises he's not a sheriff anymore, now he's just a dad. Like, he has to focus on that full time. I just thought that was a, like, a nice little moment as well. Yeah. And There's Amy- a lot of, like, nice yeah. things, wasn't there? And Amy gets to be sheriff now, and she chooses not to take down the painting of the dogs, even though she hated it in the first <laughs> episode. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot, lot of nice, like, full circle kind of things coming in. So, uh, so that's Channel Zero Candle Cove finale. Let us know what you thought of this finale and the entire season as a whole uh, down in the comments below, of course. Uh, like and subscribe and all that stuff. It helps us out a lot. Thank you very much for watching, guys. We'll see you next time.